to your mother It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season To see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese It's Philadelphia, Bowen, Sheila, and the cut kicking it Cooler than two penguins till Bo's old arch nemesis Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. and Shukapati are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. Birds I'm gonna have friends. the rest of my life with these kids. Birds wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. Let's edit that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful of Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf. From my bunker, along with Zach Berman and Sheila Kapadia from theirs. Gentlemen, since the last time we spoke, uh, a lot has changed. How are you? Doing okay. <laughs> Doing okay, all things considered. Uh, I uh, I lotioned my knuckles before we started uh, recording on Sheila's advice. Thank you, what, uh, do- Dr. Sheila. What do you got with, uh, you got a little gold bonds, your, your mm, Nivea? It's like, I think it's a Jergens. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't we'll feel work like on it's, it. It's a start. It's, it's a start. Top notch, but I, w- I didn't feel like going out to the store and getting a, a new a new kind of uh, lotion. So I'm working with what we had. That's Were these last 16 hours as as uh, I don't know if crazy is the word, turbulent, whatever word you want to use, is is that as 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 crazy a period as 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 you've experienced outside of like any personal things? Um, I felt like the last 16 hours was uh, reassuring. In a way, because it felt like um, the rest of the world caught up to where I already was in my mind. Okay, so fair enough. I feel a little bit more sane today. Yeah, I would say other than uh, I mean, nine eleven is obviously a totally yes, different, sure, uh, sure. you know, uh, thing. But uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, things were escalating, and you weren't sure what was coming next, and you're trying to get a handle on what's accurate and what's not, and what you should be doing, and what your kids should be doing, and all of that. So it is uh, still a lot of questions left unsanswered. Not Such often as who are the Eagles going to sign, right? Yeah, not often that That's what I'm a, talking about, uh, yeah. Nine, a 9-11 comp in the first 90 seconds of the podcast before <laughs> well, we were going to spend uh, talking about Eagles free agency. Well, no, I knew what she was saying. I, I understood. No, of course. I mean, here's uh, the thing. You know, I was texting with Bean, and uh, I was saying it's kind of weird, like tweeting stuff out, uh, doing podcasts, and all that. And he said, "Listen, there are some people like me who are uh, sort of obsessed with this stuff and find it to be a nice distraction. So keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, I mean, listen, if they're not going to be playing the sports, people got to unwind somehow. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is going to be huge for the Birds with Friends brand. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the way it's shaping up right now. Is like NFL free agency is going to be the only thing going next week. Well, well, okay. Let's talk about this. Uh, do you really think that free agency is going to go on as scheduled? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wish I, really I, don't I could so. speak with authority. In in theory, it's it's not something that that is affected by. In theory, you know, it's I mean, like the perfect thing. Sure, because, exactly. Because right. a lot of it's over the phone and and over email and text. Uh, that being said, it's it's like there's there's so many other things going on in the world. So I, I'm I'm curious to see, but all reports we're we're taping this at, at it's it's one ten p.m. right now, and all all reports at the moment are that the league is still planning free agency next week. Well, there are some other 
uh, factors, I would say, with it. So, I mean, the big thing with free agency, obviously, before that is the franchise tag stuff. And before that is the CBA agreement. Yes. So, like, you can't have the start of the league year in free agency without those other two things resolved. So it's not uh, free agency in a bubble. Now, those other things, yes, I, it, they can probably happen also uh, without, um, you know, in this sort of environment that we're in. It, it, they don't require, I, I don't think, a lot of, uh, they can all be done remotely, I guess I should say. So it seems like they could. I don't know. It, uh, in my mind, it almost feels like everyone just needs, like, it wouldn't be the worst idea to just let everyone catch their breath for a week and, and sure. see where we are. And there's what is the rush, really? I mean, really, with free agency, the draft, all this stuff, like no one's playing a game until September. If there's once, right. you know, it's not like this would really um, affect anything greatly. So, you know, I guess you don't do it if you don't need to and you feel fine about it. But at the same time, if there's, uh, you know, people are dealing with their personal lives as well, whether it's, uh, free agents, people on teams, all those different types of things. So if it just feels like I mean, a time where shouldn't be going into the office anymore, like, I mean, yeah, if you want to, if you want to have uh, Howie just making the calls from his own living room and, and signing the deals. Okay. But, oh, uh, then, well, then he can't uh, put them on anyone else in three years when they don't work <laughs> out. All right. Sorry. That was a low blow. I didn't mean that. I think everyone <laughs> needs, you know, everyone needs some lighthearted banter at this time. So I had to, uh, I had to go with that, but uh, oh, like that. that clip's going to get me in a lot of trouble. Isn't it? <laughs> but, um, um, so we'll see what happens. Now, Adam Schefter did just tweet that the league says it has no plans to delay the start of the league year. So for now, it is on for March 18th. And how about the uh, the gall of the Titans? Like, you know, what a weird day today is. And they're just like, Dion Lewis, you're released. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I almost, John Robinson Man. might be like my favorite GM now. A, shot <laughs> across, a, shot, a, a clear <laughs> shot across the bow of Joe Banner. Uh, absolutely. That's, yeah, really. What, a, what, a, what the timing. Wow. Yeah, that is tough. Uh, okay, well, I guess we can get to uh, what we're going to talk about because we're still predicting things for whenever they happen, not necessarily sure. next week, right? Uh, so, well, yeah, I, I think we. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think we could say this once: is that uh, we realize this isn't important. We realize mm. uh, there are listeners who probably are just all they want to hear, you know, all they want to read about, talk about, hear about is uh, COVID-19. That's not what this podcast is going to be about. If you don't listen, uh, we get that. We we understand that everything we talk about should be taken with a grain of salt at this time. Uh, At the same time, we're, you know, we are all working remotely. We're bunkered in our basement and, uh, (laughs) you know, this is our job. And so we will Continue to do it if it can offer you a distraction. If you enjoy it, great. If not, uh, no hard feelings. But I don't. I feel like we don't need to say that, like you know, throughout the podcast before every podcast. So I, I felt fair. like we could just get it out of the way once and then move forward. Uh, okay, so I put out that uh, mock big board, uh, and I took sixty-four of those players and uh, just slotted them into bracket spots. Are you ready to? Move forward with Quackatology Free Agent Edition, trying to find out the winner of uh, this bracket of 64 players. The, we are trying to decide the player the Eagles are likeliest to sign on, who we think they should sign, but who we think they will sign. Who they will sign. Okay, got it. I've, I've got the rules down uh, for a change for this game, and uh, I actually have not read your piece yet, so I'm going in uh, blind here. I hope I can uh, disagree Ooh, I got with that you. blind retweet. All right. Yeah, you always get the blind retweet. Yeah, I, I always. Retweet I, even... I retweet and then I read later. 
Okay. Uh, what I have to read before? And no, then if but it, there are sometimes sometimes you give the like you know uh, Mr. Bo Wolf did this. Well, and this, yeah. And well, if it's something, are, are those that's the times true. you have read it? Uh yes. <laughs> or those are that's a that's a blind uh, a blind extra bump. No, I would never trust you to do that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't just craft an original tweet of something of yours that I have not read because uh you know it probably deserves specific language. I do the same. Like the Chance Wormack tweet. I do the same. I'll do a blind retweet. I'll do the blind retweet. Oh, the Chance Wormack was good. I'll do the blind retweet <laughs> for both of you, but I will if it, if I have read it uh, separately, then I may do the the separate uh, tweet. Hmm. A little peek behind the tweet for all you uh, <laughs> yeah, tweet heads geez, out there. This is really uh, compelling. Let's make sure that gets in the preview uh, audio that we put that's out. The, that's the video poll. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going with a peach bubbly today. Just uh, everybody wants to know. Uh, the peach, superior to the apple, in my opinion. What Here is we go. It, well, uh, if you're going to get into beverages, I know Zach is loving this. He's just in there, like, <laughs> punching himself in the head at his, uh, at, at his computer. But if we're talking beverages, I'm trying to find the, the perfect uh caffeine timing intake you know what i mean like mm. i have a cup of coffee in the morning should i have should i have another one should it be in the afternoon should it be in the late afternoon right now i'm drinking a green tea which uh it says on the thing here that it only has 16 percent of the caffeine of a cup of coffee is that a good thing is it a bad thing is it going to do enough for me i, I need a caffeine expert uh, i really want to get on a schedule with this to kind of uh, alleviate my uh, fatigue and lack of energy throughout the day and uh, maximize the effect of the caffeine. I've got uh, something to throw on the pile for you that you might want to consider. <laughs> okay. Have you ever thought about the uh, the chocolate-covered espresso bean? Does that have sugar? It does have sugar. No, all my all my caffeinated beverages, no sugar. Okay. Well, how this about is an just unsweetened a, how green tea. Chew some coffee beans, some well, espresso beans. I mean that science kind of, that sounds kind of appealing. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but uh, I can look into it. Yeah, oh, who's blowing the, up over there? Chop those bad boys. Uh, that's down. me. Sorry. Okay. You mm. okay? Yeah, take it if you need to. Yeah. What do we got? Take it on air. Uh. <laughs> it's Howie Roseman. He somehow heard my. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Do you, you got, do, you, do you have news to break? No, no, no. It's right. it's a call. I was supposed is it to a, take, but is it a? Ah, that's okay. Go, go take it. Is it you a? Mean, is no, it no, a personal matter. Uh no, we're good. We'll roll. I'll 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 get the voicemail and I'll call back. Okay, okay. we can always pause. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you want to continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep okay. going. All right, uh, we start with uh, boy. This is a Titanic first matchup. We have Washington quarterback Case Keenum against recently released former Browns linebacker Christian Kirksey, who I believe uh, was taking a visit today. I think the Packers and Raiders were involved in the visiting process for Christian Kirksey. Bo, do you wrong. think do you think that was an like a insider trading tip to Zach? <laughs> he, he sounds a bit flustered. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. Sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm listening. I'm, 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 I am listening. Okay, Case Keenum versus Christian Kirksey. I, I will offer my take here first. I, do you have a little? Anyone have a rundown on a Christian Kirksey or no? Uh, yeah. So I don't know much about him. He's 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 a good player out of Iowa. Um, good when healthy, always injured. Yeah, he's he's been banged up these past two years. Uh, very well regarded for how he is in the locker room uh, as a, as a leader, um, and was a productive player who who received a fairly sizable second contract um, from the Browns. And then, uh, but yeah, he's been banged up these past two years. Had a big cap hit, and, and they and they let him go. 
He's played like nine games the last two years, right? Is that correct? Right. So, something like that? Okay. And what I uh, like about him is uh, is when you introduce him, you don't have to offer a handshake or anything. You just uh, you do a little curtsy. I will go with uh, my choice here will be Case Keenum. I think that the, as we discussed at the most recent pod, that the quarterback market, there's more supply than demand. We know this is a position that the Eagles should and have in the past taken seriously and been willing to invest in. I'm not saying they're definitely going to sign Case Keenum, but that is a move that would uh, that would make sense to me. And uh, I think he will be getting backup quarterback money. I don't think anyone's really looking at him as a starter, so I will go with Keenum. I would go with uh, Christian Kirksey here. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think that there are uh, better backup quarterback options than there are... Um, then there are better linebacker options. So certainly the injury history is concerning, uh, but if I had to choose between the two, I would go Kirksey. Mm, i got to break the tie. Mm. I will say that because Kirksey has already gotten on the list of uh, two other teams to go visit, that tells me that he's not quite as high on the Eagles' uh, radar, and uh, so I will lean to Case Keenum because I do think that there's a, there's a chance he's the best backup quarterback option available for them. All right. I would agree. We can't go that long on every choice, right? I mean, we'll be here for like, I got yeah, a, par- we, I got a parent-teacher go, conference at 3 o'clock. So. You can go long on the on the first round because then, you just, True. Uh, then you, you've just you already talked about the guys as the rounds go on. And now uh, we have a, a little bit of uh, news from an, another sport. I don't know if it's probably uh-huh. worthless to say this because people will already know by the time they listen. But since uh, when have we us. cared about the listeners? I know I don't. Mm. Uh, after a conference, this is from uh, Zach's boy Jeff Passan. After a conference call among owners this afternoon, MLB is expected to suspend spring training. The league likely will delay the beginning of the regular season. Uh, there you go. So I was record. We were recording, and everybody hits uh, earlier this morning with uh, Matt Gelb and Megan Montemuro, and Megan is down there, and like the Phillies were just going about their business, sending their team to a a, a road game with fans down at spring training, like. Uh, if if anything in the world can possibly be canceled, it's spring training baseball. Like it, it was, it, it's uh, it, ridiculous to me that they even played uh, the games today. But I'm glad that they came to that decision finally. Well, I I think this is a, a problem with sports and like the Fred Hoiberg video was you know ugh, so hard to uh, watch yesterday. But it's like you ha- you someone has to step in and save these people from themselves. You know mm-hmm. like. Every, they people in sports think it's the most important thing, and that there's like a, uh, um, what's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an honor in sort of, you know, always showing up and battling right. through stuff and that type of thing. And you know that that's fine in some cases, but uh, obviously in this case, I feel like everyone is just looking for leadership to tell them what to do, and I think that is kind of what's needed at every level. Well, and I think uh, at most levels leadership oh, uh, is pretty, uh, pretty right. inspiring i mean I, that's not even that's not even a political thing that's everywhere like everybody's looking for somebody else to make a decision no one's I would the, agree. Real, the right uh factors in mind but okay uh speaking of which uh patrick Anwasor or jimmy ward oh Anwasor is the ravens linebacker who was uh benched this year but is uh young and fast and jimmy ward is the Niner safety, who's good when healthy, but rarely healthy, but had a healthy year this year. I will go with. I will go with. Uh, I'm going to butcher the name, Patrick Anuasor. P.O. Uh, did I hit it? It was close enough. 
Okay. Um, for yeah, I I, I think that uh, I don't think the Eagles are going to spend big on a safety. Um, so yeah, and, and you know I I think Anna Wasser is probably in that linebacker price range that they would look for. So I I would I would go with him. I would agree. I don't know that either guy they're going to be that interested in, but I think Jimmy Ward does, is not a player to commit to. I mean, he had real trouble staying healthy last year was the first time he stayed healthy, as you guys mentioned. And so that's the type of free agent that I would typically want to stay away from, even though his skill set does match what Jim Schwartz is looking for. He's a former corner who played free safety last year. I think he's a good player when he's healthy, but that's not someone you want to commit money to. I'll take P.O. as well. Next up, we have... You, d- you didn't even have to vote there. It was 2-0. I mean, you can just move on. Do you go yeah, P.O.? Is, is it, that the name for him? Well, I was trying to save you from <laughs> having to say it again. Sure. Uh, I think it's nice to make it to make it unanimous, give the guy a 3-0 sweep. Uh, next up, we have Bud Dupree, the Steelers pass rusher, versus Vikings corner Trey Waynes. Um, I think this now, is pretty... The, pretty easy yeah i would i would go trey waynes here um i i think i i've read reports that dupree might be tagged is that accurate yeah that's what our Steelers writers think that he will be he will be tagged or they will sign him to a long-term extension i agree i think this is straightforward one it's it's a little more theoretical here but um we were on a podcast with shield a few weeks ago when shield said he would not have dupree enough in a four three isn't that what you said? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not necessarily that, but it, but like he would almost be, yeah, I don't think that best, if you're going to pay him, I think he's best used as a guy who can do a bunch of different things, stop the run, drop in coverage, rush the passer a little bit. I don't see him as like a great just line up at defensive end on third down and rush the passer. I don't think that's where his uh, skill set is best used. And he really, I mean, this time last year, Steelers fans probably would have called him a huge bust and a disappointment. And so he's right. another guy who's coming off of one year of production. So yeah, I don't. I would be stunned even if he were on the market, if he were an Eagles target. All right, next up we have Bears receiver Taylor Gabriel, who's got a little bit of downfield juice, uh, but is old and coming off a year in which he had two concussions, versus Broncos corner Chris Harris, who has been linked to the Eagles in the past, uh, but is a little bit old and has said that he wants to uh, return to the nickel, which would uh, make it sound to me like he is uh, not a perfect fit for the Eagles. I agree with that. I, I don't understand the Chris Harris thing. I mean, you're trying to get yeah. younger, and you're going to pay a 31-year-old guy who wants to play nickel um, and who wants to be paid. That makes very little sense to me. So that would be surprising to me if he were an Eagles target. And who was the other guy? Oh, Taylor, Taylor Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, yeah, I could have. You know, I think ideally you want to go into the draft and you don't. You want to feel pretty good about your roster. Obviously, you want to upgrade it, but ideally, like. You would add a receiver in free agency and then hopefully draft over that person. And it's right. going to be really hard with this group of free agent wide receivers unless you're going for a Taylor Gabriel type. So uh, I would think that would be more likely, yes. I would go Taylor Gabriel too. He uh, gives them some speed. So I, w- I would go with that. Yeah, I like Gabriel for the Eagles. I mean, I don't know what the, what, what the concussion situation is, but uh, he's the kind of player who makes sense to me. Uh, next up, we have another receiver with speed, Brashad Perryman going up against Raiders safety Carl Joseph, who has had a bit of an underwhelming 
career as a box safety after he was a first-round pick out of West Virginia. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, I, I'm going Perriman here. I, I think Perriman's a good fit. Uh, question, obviously, is is price and years, uh, things of, of, of that nature. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that makes more sense than, than Carl Joseph. My view on safety is that either Jenkins or McLeod will be back, one or the other. Uh, and I'm, I'm frankly not sure which one. And then I don't think the Eagles spend big on the other spot. Interesting. I think I'm with you. Uh, I like, uh, yeah, I like a paraben. I'm worried about obviously there, there were there are health concerns, but uh, I really liked what I saw from his play at the end of last year, really throughout last year, and even the year before the action he got with the Browns. I thought he did some good things. I think he would be a fit. I mean, he would be a risky signing just because of the background and the the injuries and what you're going to have to pay him. But uh, like Bo said, Carl Joseph is a box safety coming off of an injury. Uh, that, to me, does not make sense for this roster. What do you think about this? Perryman. Perry, 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 Perryman. Like many men? You like that? Oh. Wish death upon me. <laughs> do you have another verse or no? Well, no, I, I need a little bit more time, I think. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I like the, yeah, I like the start. The, the I would be for this. I, I would like to get that... Uh, I'd be all for getting that song back in my life, yeah. Okay, all right, I like that. Okay. Uh, an early contender for uh, next year's uh, Songbird <laughs> of the Year. <laughs> At the, the, early, the earliest nomination <laughs> for next March's Ospreys. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we have a player who uh, Shield predicted the Eagles would sign in his recent piece of the Top 100 Free Agent Predictions. Broncos defensive tackle Shelby Harris versus Brown safety Demarius Randall. Shelby coming around the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Listen, like if, we're, if we're doing this, let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, yeah, so go I, ahead. Shelby Harris up the middle. I thought Harris was an interesting pairing from Shield. Uh, they already have a, a 30-year-old defensive tackle and a 29-year-old defensive tackle. Um, I do think defensive tackle is a priority for the Eagles. I think it's a position that they're going to want to upgrade, especially that number three spot and and potentially have your starter to replace Malik Jackson after this season. But I think the draft or, or a younger two. player would make yes, or we too, uh, would make more sense than a twenty nine year old Shelby Harris. Is is the age correct? Is is it twenty nine? I think that's right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um in this case I will go with Demarius Randall. Uh, I'm actually going to go go over top of Shield as well and, and go with uh, Demarius Randall here. I like Shelby Harris, but I, I think that you're right. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to pay for uh, that number three defensive tackle. I think they need to draft that player because yeah. those guys are old. And uh, I think I think they I could see them adding more of a a Derek Wolf type who is you know like a, an older pl- an even older player like one year four million dollars or something like that as opposed to Harris who's going to get a multi year deal. Oh, I think those guys are going to be in a similar price range. You think so? Yeah. How old is Derek Wolf? He's not that. I don't think he's that much older. I think he's one or two years older and significantly uh, steeper of an injury history. Uh, okay. We'll see. And now, I do think you guys be know in the, the same ballpark? I was going to ask. Do you guys know the last defensive tackle that the Eagles um, drafted in the first three rounds? Fletcher Cox. Benny Logan. Benny Logan, 2013. Mm. 
this is not a position that 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 they've really invested draft resources in um, since uh, since Logan. They they had Elijah Qualls, they had Bo Allen, but uh, you know yeah. I, I I do think in the first three rounds this year they they need to add a defensive tackle. NHL suspend planning to suspend its season per uh, Penn State graduate Emily Kaplan. Mm. Of ESPN. This is good. The longer we go, the more things we'll get to cancel. And by yeah. the way, as as pointed out uh, by a listener yesterday, the the Kapadia curse you pulled yesterday was during the DraftKings read. Of I, mean, I can't believe that. Yeah, who? <laughs> we should actually give him credit here. Let me look for him. You can. Uh, you know what? I don't. Now you guys didn't mention Demarius Randall. Demarius Randall is actually an interesting guy for them. I think because uh, I think so it, too. If if what Zach said, and I, I would tend to agree with that, is uh, you know I, I think they're. The most likely scenario is they keep Malcolm Jenkins, let Rodney McLeod walk. Randall has had issues with two previous uh, coaching staffs. However, uh, he has the corner background, and he is a free safety. And so if you're just looking at that, maybe he's a guy who signs a one-year deal. Uh, That could be something that makes sense for them. I think that's Okay, here it is. is, Yeah, this is from a listener, Joe McBee, who says, quote, between college hoops and the NBA playoffs, some of my favorite events to throw a little lettuce on. End quote from Shield Kapadia with an all-time Kapadia curse. And uh, I know that's right. Wow, I didn't even realize the power of my words. Well, so, you so, gotta, you gotta. Sorry take it about easy. that. Yeah. Maybe you gotta. Maybe you gotta. I'm not gonna tell you what, because I feel like if I tell you what to do, it will ruin the powers of the Kapadia <laughs> curse. But I think there's only one of us on this podcast who has. The power to stop a uh, global pandemic. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you know what? Th- that actually reminds me, and this was pre-Kapadia curse. Um, I can't believe I'm talking about 9-11 again. But uh, <laughs> 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 no, this is so after so I was a freshman in college. And, uh, you know, of course that happens. And, uh, you know, you're wondering what's going to happen next. And I remember my roommate suggested the possibility that this was going to lead to a war. And, you know, like people are going to war or we're going to war or something, he said. And he still makes fun of me now today because I said no one's going anywhere. And uh, that did not end up being accurate. So, <laughs> no um, <laughs> so, that, so that might have ended up being, that might have been the original Kapadia curse. Uh, Obviously, who is the one? Who is the one we don't mean to put this. I'm not trying to put this in a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a non-serious light, those, right. those events. But you understand what I'm saying. Uh, who was the who was the uh, friend? Beastance, list, loyal yeah. listener. Beastance was Beastance in your wedding. Uh, he was uh, at my. He was attended my wedding. Mm. Do, do do are you picking up what I'm putting down? No, I have no idea what mm. you're putting down. Well, we're transitioning from yesterday's ad read, and now I'm asking you about oh, wedding. Okay, all right. I was wondering. I thought it was a very weird <laughs> question. However, that was a good uh, transition. You know, he had he had his own uh, wonderful wedding, which uh, unfortunately I had to miss because I was in Seattle at the time. But if I oh, did attend, man, I'm I'm bringing up old wounds. Yeah, Sorry, I think the, I think the black tux could have been a very nice option for me. The black tux believes every groom deserves a better experience when it comes to finding formal wear, a suit or tuxedo for their big day. Did you know the black tux was actually started by two guys? who had one of the worst tuxedo fittings you could imagine. It turns out they aren't alone in this frustration. Just listen to these one-star reviews from competitor tux shops that shall not be named. 
Go elsewhere. This place is pretty terrible unless you're dressing like your grandpa for Halloween. We felt weird buying a suit from somebody so unhappy. We were afraid his bad vibes might follow us to our wedding day, so we left. What I loved about the Black Tux is that they have an easy online ordering process that brings your suit tux or tuxedo straight to you. Just pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. And if online isn't your style, the Black Tux has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. From there, they'll ship your order two weeks before your wedding so you can check it one last time. Talk about commitment, whether you're buying outfit, buying your outfit or looking to rent, you won't find a formal wear experience or designs like the ones you'll find at the Black Tux. If you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, order your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy 10% off with code BIRDS. That's theblacktux.com, code BIRDS for 10% off your purchase. The Black Tux formal wear for the moment. So am I like am I allowed to touch my face for an itch like with the arm of my sweatshirt or is that is that just the exact same thing? I mean, where has your sweatshirt been? It's a new it's a sweatshirt I haven't worn since the last time it was washed. And then I should and be you've okay, just been, right? And you've, and you've just been at home? Yes. Yeah, then I I think that should be okay. Okay. All right. I'll let you know what other questions I have as itches arise around my face. Next up, I look for. I very much look forward to that. Uh, Corey Littleton, the uh, big money coverage linebacker from the Rams, or Rashard Higgins, the low-level receiver from the Browns. I will go with Corey Littleton here, um, even if I don't think uh, it's in the Eagles' DNA, if you will, to spend big on linebackers. This is a possible exception. Uh, there's a reason why you made him the photo in your story today. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. he is the type of player the Eagles could have interest in. Ultimately, I think they'll be priced out of that market, but a 26-year-old three-down linebacker um, is is an appealing player on the free agent market. So uh, certainly Littleton over Higgins. And I think if you think about it less as adding a linebacker and more as upgrading your pass defense – then sure. that's that that's sort of a selling point that you would have. I agree with that. I've I have nothing else to add. I I don't think I think other teams will outbid them if they are interested in Littleton, but he is a player I could see them at least making a call about. I think that's right. Next up, uh this is a this is an ugly matchup, I'll be honest. Melvin Gordon against Prince Amukamara. Hmm. Mm. I don't think they're signing Melvin Gordon, so I would go Prince Amukamara. I mean, I couldn't find a home for me. I couldn't find a team that would be that would like pay for Melvin Gordon. Well, that's what I, I mean, had on my on my board for Melvin Gordon. He's in the he's in the category of like monitor just in case the price falls, and like I it's it does feel like a Howie Roseman thing to be like oh like nobody's paying nobody's paying Melvin Gordon. We can put him in our backfield for you know five million dollars. You don't I think don't someone's going to sign him? I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's tough. Like he's. I mean, his production hasn't been. He's, he's like the a very replacement level running back when you look at right everything statistically. He held out last year. He wants a big contract. Uh, I don't really see what the appeal would be. Yeah, I've never him. been a Melvin Gordon fan, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. How about Tampa oh, Bay? Didn't you didn't you like flip once? Didn't you flip in like one year? You're like, all right, fine, he's good this year because he had one good year. Yeah, I feel like there's might, something that like that. Right, yeah, but... T- Tampa Bay, I think, will end up with David Johnson. Oh, okay. With errors, with, er- special. 
Easy Arizona paying to get rid of him type of deal. And uh, yes. So, so we're all I going think, with Prince of Mukamara here. No, I like I liked oh. your I liked your oh, okay. uh, yeah I'm going yeah. with Melvin Gordon. Are they really going to sign with Prince Mukamara at 30 years old? Yeah, I don't think they should. I'm not saying they should, but I, yeah, it, it th- feels like the kind of thing that they might do on like the I second agree with that. free agency. I agree with that. I'm going Gordon. All right, you talked me into it. All right, that was uh that was uh one quarter of the way through the first round. Next up. Oh, we move to okay. Marcus Mariota <laughs> against uh, Chiefs defensive back Kendall Fuller. Marcus Mariota. What are you, Roger Goodell? Sorry. That really drove me nuts. That, I, I fired, off an, fired off an angry I tweet, remember I remember. I think, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Wow. No, right. you said it, did, I think you said it recently. That I, oh, think okay. I, I, I think I said Mariota again, <laughs> and you flipped that again. All right. Mariota versus who? Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller. Give me Kendall Fuller, man. I'm a big Kendall Fuller guy. But how does he fit with this team if he's a First slot off, guy? I think Kendall Fuller can play on the outside. Okay. I don't right. think he's a he's a slot only guy. If if you think he's more of a slot than on on the outside, he can potentially play safety, which is something that he has experience in. Uh he's just a good player. Get him on the field. That's 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 the guy I would want. Is that true? He has experience playing safety? I believe the, the Chiefs used him, yeah, at, okay. at, at safety in the Super Bowl, right? Well, I wasn't watching. Uh, <laughs> I think that I agree. With, I, I, I think that uh, Zach is a little bit overboard in his love for Kendall Fuller, but I think that he is the type of player who will, who will interest the Eagles. Versatility? Different Versatility, spots. young. I was thinking about this. Like, uh, you know, there's all this talk about positionless stuff. This is like the new thing with sports. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yes. This is my thing, man. Oh, oh this is your thing? So, yeah, I don't yes. agree with it completely. But I was thinking if you're building a defensive backfield, like maybe you should have so, – so how many defensive backs generally make a team? Eight, nine? Yeah, Including nine safeties. Ten. ten. Nine ten. or ten? ten? Ten. All right. So, like, should you just have like five – I think you should have like four – outside corners and then six everybody else so like it seems like this is what jim schwartz wants you know like his nickel his 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 safeties like he wants that all to be the same player i don't know if that's achievable because i think it's hard to be good at all the you know all those different things or or this would have happened a long time ago but it seems like if we're in the kendall fuller discussion like he could certainly be one of those six you know he would be one of your top kendall fuller avante maddox cravon leblanc and, Malcolm Jenkins, you know, whoever else, yeah, yeah, and then you just use them how you want to use them, based on game plan, opponent, uh, all those different things. Okay, just a I'm thought. Okay with that. I didn't. I, I I was not aware that uh, Zach had invented positionless football. I did not invent <laughs> it, but if if you go back and listen to our tapes, and we have little listeners who would our uh, tapes, we'll, <laughs> our, our our previous podcasts, <laughs> I I would. Eye. I was gushing about Isaiah Simmons multiple That's times. Right. That's true. Uh, I'll and, give him credit for that. That's true. I said, I said, just get him on the field. This is where the NFL is going. And I believe it was Shield who said that uh, that Jim Schwartz never really knows how to play those guys. Yeah, like, I agree yeah, with he, that. He needs someone who has a position. Um, I I like the concept, uh, and I like the practice of of just getting guys who can who can cover. Uh, a tight end one play, potentially a slot receiver another play, um, who can pass rush another play. 
Uh, I think there's tremendous value in that if it's the right player. Um, certainly, Isaiah Simmons is kind of like the prototype there, but uh, but I, uh, I I I liked Shaq Thompson a few years ago. I liked Miles Jack a few years ago. I like that type of player. Okay. Now with Schwartz, I was meaning more to yeah. I didn't mean that strictly with the defensive backs. I think those obviously he likes to move them around a little bit. But yeah, I, I can't say I've seen much creativity with the uh, with the other guys and even those players. You know, Shaq Thompson. I don't, think he mo- he, I don't even think he moves them around that much. Well, like an Avante Maddox is what yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, it, there's there's not a and Malcolm Jenkins I guess fills different roles, but he's uh, a unique player. So anyway, go ahead. Well, you we, you were about to say something else. I thought. No. Well, even with Shaq Thompson and Miles Jack, uh, I, yeah. I mean, those guys have been fine. They, uh, you know, I don't. Yeah, they haven't been like Pro Bowl players, right? Not that we're judging it on the Trubisky scale, but mm. okay. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> Seahawks defensive tackle Jaron Reed against Bengals linebacker Nick Vigil. Uh, Vigil's your boy, isn't he? Yes, he I, is. Uh, no, I just, I mean, I include him on all these lists. I don't think I like him very much, but. You really? I feel like he's. I feel like he's both been talking up Nick Vigil for like six weeks at least. I agree. Listen, there's names you gotta. <laughs> you, gotta you gotta have names fill fill these uh, pieces out. Uh, Jared sure, Reed. What's would the be Jaron a, Reed story? Yeah, you would know uh, him. Well. Uh, bad off field, suspended for six. Uh, I don't. I don't have the exact wording in front of me, but an incident with a woman got him suspended for six games. That's not good. Uh, when I was there, he spit. I believe in an opponent's face while they were on the ground. That's not great. He had a big 2008. <laughs> he had a big 2018 where he had ten and a half sacks. His numbers in his other 40 games are not good. He's not a great pass rusher. I don't know that he's a great culture locker room guy. I will be going with Nick Vigil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick Vigil, moving on. My guy. Yeah, for the reasons mentioned above. Let's go, Vigil. All right, next up, uh, you know what? Vigil's not my guy, but this guy is my guy. Okay. Shaq Lawson, the Bills pass rusher, up against uh, Sean Davis, the Steelers' starting safety for the last couple years who was injured in week one and then um, was replaced by Minka Fitzpatrick, so he will not be returning to Pittsburgh. I like Sean Davis coming out of Maryland. I remember he he was kind of like a cornerback safety hybrid. Uh, Shout out to producer Marissa. Hold on real quick, there's... The the Philadelphia Eagles just sent out something. Uh, we've been closely monitoring developments related to the coronavirus and taking actions recommended by the CDC, by the CDC, state and local health departments, our chief medical officer, and others. In accordance with that guidance and with health and safety of our community as a priority, the Novacare Complex and Lincoln Financial Field will be closing tomorrow, March 13th. Our staff, with limited exceptions, have been instructed to work from home. And then it goes on to say the statements from Jeffrey Lurie. They're continuing their preparations for the 2020 season, including free agency in the draft, and they'll monitor developments. And then health and safety is their top priority. Okay, who do you think good. the limited? Who do you think the limited people are who are going to be going to the office? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just Ken Flagel. I don't know. No, I wasn't. Uh, I w- I didn't. Was this a text message? No, this was a tweet. Oh, from the team. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, do, okay. do, you, do you have notifications for Eagles tweets? 
I do. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Oh, I get God. a lot that of like drive Wednesday. Me nuts. Yeah. I, I get a lot of Wentz Wednesday Wentz stuff. Wentz Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, you know, I like to. We gotta find. We gotta find a good photo for the, that feeling when the entire office closes. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to that, the weekend. Like <laughs> the the whole office closes has to be that like Fletcher Cox like goofy smile one. Right. I think I think that would. Uh, yeah, that would work well. Bo, do you have notifications for any anyone on Twitter? No. Me neither. Okay. What else we uh, got? Uh, Shaq Lawson against Sean Davis. Uh, you definitely like a Shaq Lawson more than I do. I, I like no- a Sean Davis, too, to be honest. Oh, you do? I, yeah. What do you like about a Sean Davis? Well, I uh, can't say that I've watched a lot of tape on Sean Davis, but I like that he was a he, he played free safety and strong safety and was a starter for a couple of years before uh, being displaced by Mika Fitzpatrick, and he's young. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Sean Davis then. You talked me into it. Yeah, I'm, Shaq- I'm gonna go Sean Davis too. I I I don't mind Shaq Lawson, but uh, you know I I think if they spend on a D end, it's like top of the market. I don't think it's like middle market. Yeah, I, I like think Shaq Lawson, you like Shaq Lawson, Bo. I know the numbers are good. Uh, yeah. Watching a Shaq Lawson, to me, he seems like he would be more of a third defensive end, a rotational guy, and I think someone will be willing to pay him as a starter. Okay, that's fair. Uh, next up, then, we have a player who will be paid like a starter and, and would presumably perform like a starter, Yannick Ngakwe against, haha Clinton Dix. And this requires draft pick compensation of some variety to get them correct because they're most likely yeah, yeah tag and trade yep yep i um, think it would probably require a first and something else really yeah i mean wow. the, if you look at frank frank clark got a uh the seahawks a first and a future second last year and i think in is absolutely in that league now the jaguars are a terribly run organization so if you're looking to pull one over on a, on a team, they would probably be a good place to start, although they did well in the Jalen Ramsey trade, right? They got good compensation there, so uh, maybe that is one area where they actually know what they're doing. I am going with Ngakwa here, even if I think that that's a steep price to pay. I think that you know they showed it, for instance, with Jason Peters back in – in 2008, nah, uh, my years are off, um, but but they'll trade a pick for a premium player, and uh, and I think this is a premium player. The thing is that year, I think, yeah, so it was kind of a different stage of, of roster building. I would still go with Yannick. Who was the other guy? Clinton Dix. I'm actually going to go with Clinton Dix. I just, I don't see the Eagles giving up. Uh, draft compensation for Ngakwe, and I like. I, there's no reason they can't sign Clinton Dix for like three million dollars. He got, I think, one year four million dollar deal last year. It's a tough one, so I have to break the tie here, huh? Uh, I think that, yeah, Clinton Dix could certainly be a later on in free agency type move where you know you don't you haven't added anybody at safety. He's a starting caliber player, even if he has. Uh, very specific and defined weaknesses and has been on three different teams in three years. I think they would love to have an Ngakwe. I think maybe you call and try to say, hey, we'll give you a second and something else and see what, you know, just to see what the Jaguars say. But I, I have a tough time given their need at wide receiver and how it's very tough to fill that elsewhere that they would be uh, willing I mean, to give up like multiple, well multiple high picks for 
a pass rusher. I think that's just a luxury they can afford. So I guess I will go with a Clinton Dix. So you don't think a second rounder, like if if push comes to sh- if if there's not a market that's going to develop, you don't think a second uh, they'll take a second rounder? You think it's second have to be second? A if I were the Eagles, uh, I would do a second rounder right now for Ngakwe. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Um, do you think that I think Jag- the Jaguars will be able to get more? Yes. Could okay. be wrong. Uh, next up, Robbie Anderson, the Jets receiver, against Bills corner and former Wake Forest great Kevin Johnson. Ooh, I like a Kevin Johnson. I thought about you giving the Eagles like a, a Kevin, Kevin Johnson. Johnson. Interesting. Well, he just does some different things. You know, he's inside, Such outside, mm-hmm. uh, has the first-round pedigree. I thought he played well for the Bills last year. I don't think he's going to be expensive. I believe he played special teams well for the Bills, I want to say. Our Bills writers, I think, uh, were writing about that when they did their free agency breakdown. So there's kind of a lot of little things that uh, you would like about him. And I'm sorry I keep... Oh, Robbie Anderson. I think Robbie Anderson's going to end up being a bad signing for a team. I totally agree with that. It's just a matter of the market is bad at wide receiver. He's going to benefit from that. And, you know, obviously, if you were to go with a great quarterback, all right, he gives you a vertical threat. But I just haven't seen it from that guy where I would want to pay him $12 million. And he's got the off-field stuff. Um, He's had some off-field issues, obviously, going back several years. Yeah, I I go Johnson. I'm not not going with Robbie Anderson. And I think that if the Eagles got a Wake Forest guy in their locker room, Bo would be... Mm. Overjoyed. So La- for that can, this here's a question for you. Can you name the last Wake Forest player in the Eagles locker room? Steve Valos? No, that's we, there have been several since since Mr. Valos. Since Valos? Um who? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I'm surprised Zach doesn't know this. It's like a, the first time Zach's gotten stumped on an Eagles roster question, maybe since we started the podcast. I actually been, can't remember his name. He was a linebacker from like they signed right before the fourth preseason game, either this summer or last summer. From Wake? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm a hundred percent sure. I don't think this is very good uh podcasting right now. I, I wish I had the answer for you. <laughs> the um, answer is let's see. I think I could make Jabori a Jabori Williams, two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Next up. Congratulations to Kevin Johnson. Well, Next I was going to say, I think we could definitely make a rule that anytime we're talking about like former Wake Forest Eagles, that's not going to be great podcast. <laughs> Actually, Chris Givens, too, was after Steve uh, yeah. although he and was Boo, never on the active roster. Boo so. Robinson. Yes. Uh, right. Next up, Titans defensive end Kamalai Correa against cornerback uh, recent, most recently with the Chiefs, Bashad Breland. I think that Correa is not a – he's sort of in that Bud Dupree type thing, I think. You know, I think he would be best suited as sort of a versatile um, type piece in a more creative defensive scheme. So I don't think he's a great uh, scheme fit here. So I will go with a uh, – I, I, don't, I don't know that they would sign a Bashad Breland, but I will go with a Bashad Breland. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I think Breland is like in the group of like – eight cornerbacks who, uh, if they don't get their top guy, they will just sort of see who shakes loose from this other group. Sure. Uh, next up, two matches left in this region. That was the... definitely the worst pairing so far, by the way. My <laughs> God, that, what a yawn You think fest. that was worse than Melvin yeah. Gordon, Prince of Mukamara? Oh, yeah. At least Gordon. And we had, okay. we could have some type of discussion about. Okay. 
Uh, well, you're going to love this one because there's another <laughs> running back. This is Justin Simmons, the Broncos' safety, likely to get franchised against Carlos Hyde. Okay, I will go with Carlos Hyde because John Elway has right. said flat out that Justin Simmons is not going anywhere and they would be stupid to let him go somewhere. If he were on the market, he would be a very interesting option for the Eagles, I think, especially if they were looking to move on from both their safeties. But uh, I just don't think he's available. So uh, Carlos Hyde could fit into what you said about Melvin Gordon, where, you know, you let the free agency play out. He's still on the market. He's cheap. You want to compliment to Miles Sanders. Again, I don't think they're going to do this, but uh, I could see it more than a Justin Simmons. There's a reason why Shields national reporter. He gives a student analysis. Oh. I agree with what he just said. I think that's a that's a a, a tip that Zach was not listening, and he just no. I, <laughs> I I thought what he said was was spot on. John Elway okay. loves Justin Simmons. He's not letting yeah, yeah, Justin yeah, Simmons right, go. Right. Carlos Hyde could be there late in the market. I listened okay, to every word. Listen. It was uh, I that that's I like when I, I uh, go ahead. If I don't have anything additional to contribute, then there, there's no need to, to 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 add. I get burned on that move, Bo, as a uh, father all the time. By the way, oh yeah, you weren't you weren't listening. Yes, I was. All right, then what did I say? Then they repeat exactly what I said. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah, that hasn't it, worked out well for me. <laughs> it drives my wife nuts because like I I would be on like Twitter and she'll be like, "You're not listening," and then I'll. I'll like repeat line by line what she just said, and it's it's uh, she gets furious. Uh, there you go. I like that. Uh, okay, we close out this region with uh, a, a, just a dynamite matchup: Bears linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski against former Colts and Patriots receiver Philip Dorsett. Whew. This is a good one. Um, I guess I would go Kwiatkowski. Although I think Dorsett is a uh, is kind of a sleeper to watch, he he's underachieved in Indianapolis and New England, but he has speed. So if you don't know if you're going to land speed in the draft, um, he he kind of gives you that certainty of getting speed in the free agent market. Uh, that being said, I will go with Kwiatkowski here. I think Dorsett stinks. I mean, yeah, the weird thing about him is he he has this timed speed, but he's not used that way. Yeah, I mean, if he couldn't produce in those, at those stops, uh, I would be very... It's one of my free agency rules, you know? Like, the Patriots needed somebody, anybody to step up at wide receiver last year, right. and he did uh, He did nothing. So that would make me pretty nervous. I think Kwiatkowski is going to be one of the guys who, like, uh, Adam Schefter is going to tweet out the terms of his contract, and everyone's going to be like, wait, what? I think I think there will be a team that will pay uh, pretty penny. See him as a starter. He played well for the Bears once he got a starting opportunity last year. I think he's what twenty six years old. He can do a lot of different things. I remember uh, him running over Dalvin Cook on a blitz, like one of, one of my favorite blitzes of the season. Uh, made made one of my columns. I remember. So I think Kwiatkowski is going to be more costly than people think, and. Uh, I will go with him in this scenario, but I don't think the Eagles are going to be in that market. That sounds like a good uh, content uh, idea for uh, being locked up for a, a month is your favorite blitzes of the season. Mm. Uh, I would not agree with you there. <laughs> it might come to that point. <laughs> uh, all right. We move on to the other half of the bracket. Get okay. excited. Oh, God. With the other half? It's still the first round? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. All right. No, I, I really do have a parent-teacher conference okay. at what 3 o'clock. What time do you need to so, go? Uh, 
Well, I'm currently in jogger, so I'd like to present myself a little bit better at these school functions. Well, we'll make so a decision like to... on the fly. We can, we if you want, we can, we can close out. We can. Uh, no, 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 no. no let's forward. go. Let's finish by two thirty-five. Right. I'll be fine. Okay, Blaine Gabbert against James Bradbury. Oh God, <laughs> James Bradbury. Bradbury. Okay. Why do you think Blaine Gabbert's an option for them as a backup? Well, I think he's an option. I think he's like a plan C, last case scenario option. But yeah, I think they'll be interested in Bradbury if he hits the market. You want me to do an uh, old right. man joke? You want me to do like an old man joke from like the 80s or 90s? Please. Like I'm an option for Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can uh, move slaying on. Slaying yourself on a Cindy Crawford. All right. That's a good uh, one. Next up, we have uh, a linebacker who the uh, Mr. Capadia projected the Eagles to sign. Devondre mm. Camel. Campbell. Exactly. Oh, I like Camel. Mm. Yeah, I like the Camel. One t- one time, um, we were when uh, Rachel and I were backpacking in Europe after college. We, wow. we went to uh, Stockholm and humble were, brag. Wow. I know. I know. Uh, were befriended by this Swedish couple, and uh, they took us. They took us like out to a bar that uh, afternoon, and this guy had made like several trips. To the bathroom we'd been drinking for a couple hours and i i had not gone to the bathroom yet and he looked at me and said what are you f and camel and uh so that's a that's a one with it that we use in the wolf household a lot okay that's a good one yeah. I, I think I could during ne- these next month when there's no sports we should do a podcast on your backpacking through your adventures okay, yeah we'll you know that. what I, we'll do I, your asia yeah. trips <laughs> and and I want to do Bo's previous uh, work stoppage, as everybody at work stop, as everyone knows. Uh, man, that sounds like a nightmare to me, like befriending a random couple in Sweden. That is something that would I not to- be in the Shield Capadia totally playbook. I totally agree with you. The, <laughs> nothing was, against the Swedes. I mean, I, were, nothing against the Swedes. This would be any place, country. Of all the places we went, this was the only time that happened. It was We were we were on the train together. Uh, it was Actually, he was Norwegian. She or He was Swedish. She was Norwegian. A little... Hmm. Uh, little mixed marriage for you. I don't believe I've ever befriended a stranger in my life. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, yeah, I wrote. Okay. I wrote. A, I wrote a camel on the shores of Mumbai before. Nice. I thought that bad boy was going right in the water. I was a little <laughs> frightened as a little kid, but uh, you know they were a little lax with the controlling of the camel. But mm. uh, he, he stayed out there, so it was okay. And then we do in the wolf. You know, we do, if a camel's on uh, in a book, it's what does a camel do? And then we do the mock spit with Casey. So. Okay. Uh, okay, Devondre Campbell against a guy I actually kind of like a little bit. Vikings backup safety and special teams maven J. Ron Curse. You guys going to go over the top of me again? Let's see. I'm going J. Ron Curse. I like a oh. J. Ron Curse, and we know oh. the Eagles like their uh, Viking safeties. I like J. Ron Curse, too. Mm, are you going to go on the top of him? Or you like a Devondre Campbell. Yeah, but uh, that is that is true. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was following... Something else here. Um, no, definitely Devontae Campbell in this one. <laughs> definitely Devontae Campbell in this one. I know what he was okay. looking at. Duke just took itself out of the NCAA yes. tournament. That's exactly what I was looking really? at. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Next <laughs> up, what's your Blake Martinez. My thoughts are they're doing the right thing, but they're probably being pompous about it. Um, Blake <laughs> Martinez, the Packers I feel linebacker. like that, that's a good way to describe you, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, wow. That sounds about right. I, I have no objection to that. Uh, Blake too, Martinez. Yeah. Who is? 
I just saw Kansas is doing the same thing, apparently. Oh, okay. So this is like they're all standing up. This is the, the right thing to do. Uh, and exposing the NCAA uh, for the fraud that it is again. Blake Martinez against Eli Apple. Uh, give me uh, – I'll, I'll go Eli Apple here. Me too. 25-year-old local guy. Yeah, good size, former first-round pick. Might be okay, looking at a one-year deal. Yeah. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul or Bradley Roby? Bradley Roby. Uh, you like a Jason Pierre-Paul. I, I like a, I, I really like a Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, but I don't know that he would be a fit here. You kind of have a Jason Pierre-Paul type mm-hmm. and Brandon Graham. Obviously, they, they have the history and uh, similar age range and all that. So I will go with a, a Roby can play outside or the nickel, although you would think if they really liked him, they would have probably taken a closer look last year, but who knows? Right. Maybe they'll like more this year. Jason Pierre-Paul, of course, uh, once played against Lane Johnson in Juco. You can read that story on The Athletic. Bradley Roby moves on. Next up, Emmanuel Sanders against Anthony Harris, the Vikings' starting safety. Anthony Harris. Oh, Bo's boy. Yeah, I, I don't think they're... They're signing an old wide receiver. I think that the emphasis. I don't think. I actually receiver, think Emmanuel Sanders makes a little bit of sense, but but I, I, I think, think you're their right. focus is, is going to be players who can grow with Carson. I'll go Harris also. That's fair. Uh, okay, Harris it is. Uh, Jeremiah Atachu. God bless you. Against Mackenzie Alexander, the Vikings cornerback. Jeremiah taught you a pass rusher from the Broncos. Yep. Let, well, I, let me I know covered you... his recruitment out of mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. I think I liked an Itachu for the Eagles when he was coming out of, uh, what was it, Georgia, Georgia Tech? Tech? Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. They were, was that when they were in the Chip Kelly 3-4? Yes. And he yeah. Played, yeah. He was in the Al Groh 3-4 at Georgia oh. Tech. I oh. like Itachu for the Eagles. Itachu, and who was the other person? Mackenzie Alexander. I like Mackenzie Alexander, but I, I would go with Itachu here. All right, I'll Ooh. give you an Itachu. All right. Tell me how you feel about this. You know, I, I did the piece that uh, matching the, the player free agents with uh, teams. And, and some people will tweet out, like, you know, they'll tag me, at Shield Kapadia has this team getting these players, but then they don't include the link to the piece. Mm-hmm. And then I saw uh, there's one that came across my feed, and I don't know why it came across my feed, uh, but it was then uh, our Broncos writer, Nikki just being like, are you going to tweet the link or what? Are you going to give away the whole thing? Because he started, he was like a thread of all these different things. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, I got to see that. Eh? Way to go, Nikki. She goes up my power rankings. Now, should I? So so for one, I said like, you know, don't be afraid to link up that bad boy. And it was a loyal, uh, you know, Eagles reader. And he was like, oh, my bad. Here you go. And I was like, great. But now I have a Washington team person doing it. Should, should I go with the don't be afraid to link up that bad boy and send a link to him? Yes. Or should I just leave it be? Uh, I think you should give him the don't be afraid to link that bad boy. All right, I'm doing it. I'll let you know how it goes. This can be fun for the podcast. No, this is fantastic. All okay. right, next up, uh, Derek Wolf, who we've talked about before, or Patriots safety Devin McCourty? Wolf. Derek Wolf. You're not going to say. I mean, they, they already tried the Devin McCourty thing. He yeah. said, no, thank you, years ago. That All right. To DeMarco Murray. That might be a fun story. I feel like that might be down your alley, Berminator. A look back, a nice what if. I like I like a what if story. <laughs> so do I. 
Yeah. So do okay. I. Yeah. Uh, Zach's not interested. Okay. Here. No, no, I, I am very <laughs> And that happy. wasn't one of them. Uh, <laughs> um, just uh, an update to the uh, the um, scouts uh, are are no longer traveling for the Eagles. Uh, okay. That I, I just received confirmation on on that. So uh, yesterday when we were talking, we said the coaches were staying in the office and the scouts were still traveling. Uh, now the coaches will be, or well, a lot of people at Novacare will, will be working from home, and the scouts are no longer traveling. And my wife just texted that Governor Wolf says stop going to the gym. Hmm. I already started doing that. <laughs> I was way out in front on that bad boy. <laughs> okay, so he gave me a quote tweet. So I said, don't be afraid to link up that bad boy. And he quote tweeted that and said, yes, go read if you have a subscription. Good content. Okay, all right, I'll take it. All right, that's fine. Yeah. That was a quick response. But uh, you were saying the Devin McCourty what if. That's that's a big one. That, that's uh, That whole offseason, you can do a lot of what ifs. What if Jeremy Macklin signed? What if they signed McCourty? There's... There's a lot you Frank can go Gore. back to the 2015 offseason. I would 100% read a, a what-ifs from the 2015 offseason. I mean, the next season was a disaster, and they fired the coach, so that could be yeah. very interesting. Or I guess, yeah, okay, go ahead. Amari Cooper against Rams backup safety, Marquis Christian. Boy, you're, you pulled out names that did, were not even in my top 100. How yeah, deep I, did you go for this? I saw you mention Christian in your story today. Um, I like a Marquee I, Christian, I think. I don't have much on him, honestly. I got so, nothing on him. <laughs> uh, so I will go with him. Yeah, baby. So what do you, well, are you going to tell us about him or just say, <laughs> yeah, baby? What do you think? <laughs> well, all right, so we'll move on. <laughs> Marquee Christian versus who? Amari Cooper. Uh, no, Amari Cooper's not hitting. I don't, I don't think he's hitting the market. Although if the CBA gets passed, they can only use one tag. Right. They've, they've really uh, painted themselves uh, in a bit of a corner here. But I think ultimately a deal will get done there. So I will go with Christian. So one of Bo's knocks on, on me is that uh, I only know the guys who are from big colleges. <laughs> and so so Marquis Christian went to Midwestern State. So I admit I've, n- I've never watched Marquis Christian play. In in college, I'm sure I saw him in the NFL, but have not studied him. That's okay. Well, an upset. Moving on over Amari Cooper. Uh, backup quarterback Matt Moore or Titans corner Logan Ryan. I will go with a Logan Ryan. I think, as I said in my write-up, uh, I feel like he has some safety qualities, and so um, in the event that you move on from Malcolm Jenkins, or if you do want that position, let's say here's just uh, four guys who do a lot of different things. I think he fits that. I think he's a, a feisty player. I think he's probably a good locker room vet type guy. And, I mean, uh, Matt Moore, uh, what's he giving you? I think people have sort of overrated what he did last year. Yeah, Logan Ryan is deceptively young. Um, you know, mm. people think of him as, as an old guy. He just turned 29 in, in, in February. So uh, similar age to, to Malik Jackson last year. Uh, another local guy. From, <laughs> he's from right across the river. Went to Eastern Regional, I believe. Same high school as Eli Apple. So you're going with him? Yes. I'll go with him, too. Next up, Bears linebacker Danny Trevathan against Saints safety Von Bell. Whew, don't like either of these. Uh, so tell me uh, why Von you don't Bell. like Von Bell, because I kind of like Von Bell. Yeah. What, do you like, what do you like about a Von Bell? He's super young. He's okay. uh, played a few different positions. He starts. I know that he, he's not an ideal deep safety. He's more of a box guy. But I feel like uh, I feel like he might be higher 
on the Eagles board than we might we we might think. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. Yeah, and he's you know he's he's made plays. He he he's had twenty five, uh, and he had that that season a few years. You're ago obsessed and... with age. I've never seen anybody so obsessed with age. Well, I mean, it really matters. Yeah, it, well, why why would the Saints want to keep a twenty five uh, awesome year old uh, tremendous safety on their because roster? Because they don't have great cap situation, and they have uh, okay. Chauncey Gardner Johnson who can play Listen, that position. Why'd they draft Chauncey Gardner Johnson? They could have just kept Von Bell, extended him, mm-hmm. uh, cleared some cap space elsewhere if he's that good. Well, why did the Saints let Malcolm Jenkins go? That's what I want to know. Sean Payton uh, regrets that one. (laughs) (laughs) I know he does. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, continue. (laughs) So you're with me on Von Bell, Zach? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on Von Bell. Okay. Uh, Oh, this is a fascinating matchup of linebackers. Hold on. I got another another update. Sorry, I feel like I've been interrupting you guys nonstop. I apologize. It's okay. I I have it coming. This podcast. Now, a second quote tweet, and he says, don't be afraid to subscribe for 40% off. Wow. Above and beyond. Okay. Wow, that's good. It's funny because when you said I have another update, I thought for sure it was somebody else canceling something, but I'm glad that it was just (laughs) No, much more important. Yeah, much much more important, yeah. Okay. DoorDash brings all of America's flavors to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities, so you might find a new favorite too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 U.S. states, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can order from your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. With DoorDash, you'll never have to worry about your next meal. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BIRDS. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BIRDS. Don't forget that's code BIRDS for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Uh, Joe Schobert against Tahir Whitehead. You like a Whitehead? Is a Whitehead... Lo- Whitehead went to Temple, right? Is he local? Whitehead went to Temple. He played for Schwartz uh, in Detroit, and mm. he was benched by the Raiders last year. Oh, give me a yeah. Whitehead. So I, I think Schobert's the better fit, but I think Schobert's more expensive. And... But you know what? I'll still go Schobert here. I mm. think Schobert's going to be pricey. I'll go yeah, I think Whitehead. Schobert's going to end up in Green Bay. That's, that's my prediction. I like that. What was your yeah, I'll go. I'll go Whitehead too because I just I I don't think I think Schobert is precisely the kind of linebacker the Eagles don't want to pay. What he's going to be end up being worth. Uh, to answer your question, uh, Zebra, I actually I remember this. I had Schobert going to the Packers, which you just said, but then I switched to the Raiders. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Ravens pass rusher Matt Judon against Broncos safety Will Parks. So Judon's going to be tagged, correct? Most likely. I th- I think he is probably the most likely tag and trade candidate on the market. I, I don't think, think he's going to play there long term. Yeah, I, I go Parks as well. And another Philly guy, by the way. Oh, all right. I like uh, I'll, I'll go Will Parks first. You uh, love full, a Will Parks. I just know he's just got a full sentence. That's what I'm in on. Uh, I like Chiefs. The, the, the Philly guys. That it, it's it's easy to do the uh, the you know the family story on them. You know, you, you right. Well, you have to do it quickly, though, in, in case they pull a Daryl Worley. 
<laughs> that is accurate. Yes, that's true. Uh, Demarcus Robinson against Trey Boston. I will go with the Trey Boston. I think he's in that uh, Clinton Dix category where if you need a free safety, you let the big names go off the board. You wait, you see, you can get him for cheap. He seems to switch teams every year, but then he wins the starting job on his new team every year. So there's something people don't like about him, but there's something people like about him when he gets in the building. Mm. So I don't know what else to say about it, but he could be a starting caliber safety at an inexpensive price. So I think that gives him the edge. What Shield said. Misses a lot of tackles. I'd actually go Demarcus Robinson here, but uh, Trey Boston moves on. Uh, Mario Addison, the Panthers defensive end against Saints corner P.J. Williams. I'll go P.J. Williams here. P.J. Williams is a nickel, correct? Or you don't sure. know? Okay. Yes, but... Uh, P.J. Williams versus... Mario Addison. Mario Addison. All right. Addison's, what, 34? He's an oldie. Uh, He's old. He's been pretty productive. He wouldn't be. Uh, he's, he's getting up there. He's getting older than I would like. So uh, I will go with the other guy, PJ okay. Williams. Jihad Ward. Need to fill their Florida State quota. There you go. Jihad Ward against Ross Cockrell. I mean, did you choose anyone from my top 100? Where did you go for these people, and why? Why I give you a list of a hundred free well, agents, well, well, and you had to on, go off the board well, you want to put from your Joe, field of sixty-four? You want to put, you want to put I don't Joe understand. Thune in there, like the Eagles are going to pay for a guard. All right, that okay. You you had thirty-six guys you could have eliminated, and that still would have left you with sixty-four. I mean, how many of these guys did you go off the board for? Really? No wonder you you drive yourself crazy. You stay up till 3 a.m. putting this stuff together. This, this stuff's right not, there in front of you. <laughs> You're like, no, trust me. I didn't know work for this one. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I mean, I just, you're coming up with names that uh, I feel like I've been in this like free agency bunker for two months, really trying to do a lot of homework. And, uh, of course you know, I consulted the top 100. Okay. All right. So a lot of those guys are not going to be there. Are Ross not going to be frickin', sense for the Eagles. All right, Ross freaking Cockrell versus who? Jihad Ward. Jihad freaking Ward. And also, uh, yeah, he. he <laughs> How is every guy from Philadelphia that we've done? <laughs> My God, what's going? What's going on? All right, I'm gonna. I'll go with Jihad Ward. Defensive yeah. tackle for listeners. We should give if we're gonna go off the board of the <laughs> one hundred. We should at least give their position. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 was a three four D end in uh, Baltimore, and I think um, and yeah, I, I think the Eagles can potentially use him as as kind of like an inside outside guy. Uh, so give me Ward. All right, last matchup of the first round: Byron Jones against Raiders running back DeAndre Washington. I, you like a Washington, don't you? I do like a DeAndre Washington. What do you like about him? Another guy off the board, by the way. Well, he can catch the ball, and his numbers are pretty good. Okay. I, I will go with Byron Jones. Yeah, I think we've got to go Byron Jones. All right. We've talked about these guys. Now we can get down to uh, the business of the second round. Did Case you do se- Did you do seeds for these guys? N- not well. I mean, not uh, based on like quality or anything like that, Just to just to make the bracket. Fair-ish, but but not position. on like likelihood that the Eagles. No, will... no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a change from previous years? No. Mm-hmm. Last year I did it alphabetically. This year I just sort of did it randomly. This may be the first podcast where it really feels like you want to end it before I do. I You're the one sigh. who says you have to go. I know, but I just heard that sigh. You're exasperated. 
No, I'm ready. I would love to. I'm happy to stay. I, I got all day. Okay. I got, I got a couple of to go. drag this on. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, Case Keenum against Patrick Anwasor. P.O. I'm, 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 going, I'm going Keenum. I'm going P.O. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I got to make break the tie. My guy, P.O. I'm going Keenum. I like okay. P.O. I like P.O. Mm. I'm going Keenum. Uh, Trey Waynes against Taylor Gabriel. I'll go Waynes. I'll go Waynes. Done. Yeah. All right. Would you have uh, gone if you if you? I, I would like I, to I hear that. I, I think I would have also gone Waynes, but that's a tough okay. one. I, I think that's your guy sense. too, Waynes. My guy? Yes. I don't love. <laughs> I don't like him that much, but he was the guy I predicted would they would sign. Okay, that's what, that's the guy you predicted. That's right. Sign. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brashad Perryman against Demarius Randall. Perryman. Ooh, good one. Oh boy, I don't know. In terms of likelihood, I'm gonna go with Randall. I'm going Perryman on this one. I'm with. Oh, baby. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Corey Littleton against Melvin Gordon. Littleton. Littleton. Yeah, I got Littleton too. Kendall Fuller against Nick Vigil. Your boy. <laughs> Four. Yeah, I think you guys talked me into Fuller. Yeah, I'm with Fuller on this one. Uh, Sean Davis against Haha Clinton Dix. I'm going Sean Davis. I'm going Sean Davis. All right. Well, my vote doesn't matter, so who mm. cares? You you just said to me that you wanted to hear it, so now we have to yeah. hear yours. You think everything that applies to you applies to me? I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> I'll go Sean Davis. Right, fine. Uh, Kevin Johnson. I think against... that's the first time I've actually called someone buddy. I don't know why how it came buddy out of my boy. mouth. Well, you say, what, you usually yeah. go a buddy boy. I do. I was, I, I was surprised not to hear uh, the boy. Oh, that was the John Dorsey thing. Remember, we don't uh, use that enough. Right. Mm, when yeah. Baker May when he called Baker Mayfield, and then he said, buddy "No, boy, yeah. <laughs> no crying, buddy boy." <laughs> that right. was the beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. The the beginning of the end for John Dorsey or for the world? Dorsey. Okay. I'm excited to get uh, to, to get um, what's his name? No idea what you're going to say Freaking, right now. Um, the the coach okay. who was the voice I did yesterday. Oh, uh, Mike, Mike Leach. Leach. Mike Leach. Yeah, I'm excited to get him back on the show at some point soon. Uh, Kevin Johnson against Bashad Bash- Bashad Breland. Kevin Johnson. Let's go, KJ. Okay, go Deeks. Carlos Hyde against Nick Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Ooh. I'll go Hyde to make it interesting. Hmm. I'll go Kwiatkowski. I think they I think they do like him. We'll see if they actually end up signing him, but I don't think they have any love for Carlos Hyde. James Bradbury against Devondre Campbell. Uh Devondre Campbell. I think they have a better chance of signing Campbell than they do Bradbury. Campbell. I'm going Bradbury, but I'm outvoted. You guys love a Devondre Campbell. I'm not so I'm not, I'm not so enamored with his mediocrity. We don't love him. We we're looking at the, we're looking at this uh, looking at the options, the needs, the market, all that. You don't know the market like we know the, like Zach knows the market. <laughs> well, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that's a perfect transition because speaking of how well Zach knows the market, we have Eli Apple against Bradley Roby. Ooh. Did you get it, Apple? No. Oh, okay. 
Uh, this is going. Uh, give me. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Yeah, which which of these? It's a good one. It's a good one. I think Roby's better. I think Roby's better. So I will go Roby. I'm gonna go Roby also. I will also go Roby. I think you guys are. I think you guys are right. Anthony Harris against Jeremiah Atachu. <laughs> <laughs> what a matchup! Uh, Anthony Harris. <laughs> I will go Anthony Harris also. Yeah, me too. Although, Jared, really, I mean, if you're going to go Anthony Harris, you might as well just bring back Rodney McLeod. I mean, aren't they the same age? And McLeod's probably going to be a little less expensive. Yeah, that yeah. was and, – and they're both UVA guys, actually. But that was okay. – uh, that was Bo's the, – the, the, that was the centerpiece of Bo's offseason was the 29-year-old Anthony oh, Harris. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, Derek Wolf against Marquis Christian, my man MC. <laughs> all right, all right. Now my goal is to just get all your off-the-board people out of here. So I'm going Derek Wolf. Yeah, let's go Derek Wolf. <laughs> I would go – I'm going MC, but uh, too bad. Logan Ryan against Von Bell. Ryan. That's an interesting Ryan. one. No, I go Von Bell for sure. But you, I lose. You, you got some info on Von Bell? I, you really, I have no info. Ga- I just, you're uh, gassing him up a little bit. I, I just know I know what what they like. Ooh, He's young. Oh, wow. Uh, Talk about taking a whiff right there. Yeah, listen, you're talking wow. to the, uh, the champion of the 53-man roster prediction contest, the king of the beats. Okay. To hear Whitehead against Will Parks. Next year, Bo Zach, at, Zach at the combine, Bo Wolf. How how I was able to predict every move the Eagles made last <laughs> yeah. offseason. How to be a better, how to know your team better by Bo Guys, Wolf. Guys, by the way, the NFL's <laughs> meetings have been canceled. Oh yeah, wow, well, that yep. was obvious. So we are yeah. not going to Palm Beach. I mean, this is kind of uh, incredible. We've been. I know it's been a long podcast, <laughs> yeah, but like, think of all the things we've announced in the in yeah. the last hour. That's yeah. a couple quote is, tweets. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, that's all I was referring to. I, all, right. <laughs> all right, Will Parks and who? To hear Whitehead. Uh, give me a Whitehead. Oh, break a tie! Break a tie! I'm going. I'm going to hear Whitehead. Okay. Uh, next up, Trey Boston and PJ Williams. Boston. Uh, Boston. Mm, shipping up to Boston. All right, last matchup of the second round. Jihad Ward against Byron Jones. That's Jones. Byron Jones all the way. Jones. All right, the Sweet 16. Case Keenum against Trey Waynes. Waynes. Ooh, baby. All right, now we're getting to some juicy ones. Case Keenum versus Trey Waynes. I'm gonna go with a Keenum. I feel Keenum is like the, the 12 seed. That's like convincing me. The first two rounds, the way they've played, I like a give me a Keenum. Uh, you got 10 minutes, buddy boy. So uh, well, you're going. Thinking. I got bad news. You're going. In, you're going in the joggers to that meeting. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Trey Wayne's. It's a coward. <laughs> Um, Brashad Perryman against Corey Littleton. Perryman. Perryman. Don't you guys think they're just going to bring back Josh McCown? I wouldn't rule it out. If he can walk, yeah, maybe. Okay. Kendall Fuller against Sean Davis. Kendall. Yeah, give me a Fuller. You guys talked me into him. Yeah, Fuller House. Kevin Johnson against Nick Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. 
I think Johnson is more likely. Oh. Break the tie, Bo. He's not the bigger name. He's not the more impactful player, but I think he's more likely. And that's what Go this Deeks. is about. Kevin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Devondre Campbell against Bradley Roby. Campbell. I'm anti-Devondre Campbell, so I'm going Bradley Roby. I'm going Campbell. I'm going Campbell. Oh, man, you guys are going to look like fools. Anthony Harris against Derek Wolf. Anthony Harris. Going Wolf. Hmm. I'm going Wolf, wolf too. The fake wolf. I'm going Wolf, too. What would you think of a, of a W-O-L-F-E in the locker room? Well, Has it's interesting. I have, I have no issue with uh, other Wolves. Oh, just I, feel, I feel I feel, a, I feel a, a, a a tinge of camaraderie with other wolves, whereas BEAUs are our enemies. Speaking of which, you went to you know your 180 free agents, and you did not mention the the BEAU who actually could be back with the Eagles. Well, That's he's true. on the he's on the he's on the big board. Okay, I don't care about the, the big bracket. board. I care about this exercise. Well, you retweeted the big board, so now it's on mm-hmm. your conscience. It was a blind retweet. Logan Ryan against Tahir Whitehead. Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan. I agree. Trey Boston against Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Is this a new round? That was the last match. the last one of these. Oh, that was the last one. All right. Byron Jones. I agree. All right. So we're down to eight? The Elite Eight. Okay. In the, um, let's call it the Apple region, Trey Waynes and Brashad Perryman. Mm. Rashad Perryman. I'm going to go Waynes. I think uh, it's tough for this wide receiver market. I think it's going to the top four or five guys are going to be way overpaid, whereas Waynes could slip under the radar a little bit, I think. I, that's what I was going to say, so I agree. I think, I think uh, they would rather have Perryman, but I think Perryman's going to get some crazy money. You, by the way, Zach and I were the ones convincing you that he was going to get crazy money. Okay, well, I listen. I'm open okay. to other opinions. You know, oh, it's maybe good. a skill, maybe something you could work on. All right, we move on to the Google region. Kendall Fuller against Kevin Johnson. Give me the younger guy. I will go Kendall Fuller. Kevin Johnson. Mm, I'm with Zach on this one. Kendall Fuller, all the way. Now we well, move on. You, you you know what they're looking for, so. <laughs> Now we That's move on Bell, <laughs> to the uh, the Exxon region. Devondre Campbell against Derek Wolf. Well, I had Campbell in my uh, mock free agency, so I guess I should stick with him. Devondre Campbell over over Derek Wolf. All right, welcome to the final four. This is the uh, the the least qualified final four uh, attendee in history. Logan Ryan. Well, who are the four? Can you tell us the four? We have one. No, we have, we're not there yet. Oh, we have I one more I just matchup. said this. Though. Oh, God. All right. Logan Ryan against Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Okay. The final four. Devondre Campbell, Byron Jones, Kendall Fuller, and Trey Waynes. Two okay, corners. Two or three corners and a linebacker. This has worked out two. swimmingly for me. These are guys that I like. And two out of my four uh, predictions are in here. Okay, yeah, well, what's the right. first matchup? Uh, Trey Waynes against Kendall Fuller. 
Wow. Trey Waynes versus Kendall Fuller. Uh, I'll go Trey Waynes here, I guess. I mean, I, I like Fuller more, um, but I, I think that Waynes, I, I think if they miss on Jones, Waynes is, is probably in that next tier. I'm going to go Waynes. Now, Berm, Z-Berm has been gazing up Fuller, but why haven't you been gazing up Fuller, uh, Bo, for the Eagles? Why have I or haven't I? No, haven't you? It seems like you like him, but uh I like him a little bit, but but okay. he I mean he did get benched last year. Okay. Well, you know you guys know you I know that's that goes against it because uh, I've been known you to like, like guys who get benched. benched. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I go Wayne. I go Wayne's too. Wow, Wayne's in a finalist. That's kind of an upset, I feel. Uh, and on the other side, Devondre Campbell against Byron Jones. Let's. We haven't actually talked about Byron Jones. Um, I mean, we've talked about him for like three months. I know. Well, the one thing that I, the the one thing that I like <laughs> and, about and I have four minutes left. Okay. The one thing I like about Byron Jones that I put in the article today that was uh, not very football intensive is that in the you know in your Capadia rules of free agency why are, why are they letting this guy go? And there's an easy answer for this like with Byron Jones. It's that uh, they messed up their roster and they literally can't afford to keep him because they have two guys who are higher priorities. That's correct. Yes. Although you could you can always make an you know, you can always make the other case on that where if he were more valuable to them than Amari Cooper, then they would right. be able to. Now yeah, that's a stretch, but you know, there is always that. Like you always have the option to be aggressive on the guy and you're choosing another option. But I in general I agree with you. Uh, so I'm going with Byron Jones over Devondre Campbell. Agreed. You agree, Zach? Yeah. Yes. Wow, Zach signed off. Now that what was, was an that? No. Are you? Did What's you that? just? Did you just leave or something? What was that? What was what? No, I said I yes. Know. Yeah, we had a long yeah, sigh. Was an exasperated well, sigh. No, no, we no, were, no, we no, no. I was, I was thinking about something. Um, oh, I was yes. thinking about something. He's got yeah, to his owner's meeting stuff. Yeah. He's worried about uh, his Marriott points. points and, yeah. Definitely not worried about the Marriott points. That's at least it's, it's the. All right, so here you go real quick. Uh, <laughs> May 19th and May 20th, they have a spring meeting. They'll be discussing football-related issues there, and head coaches and general managers will participate in that meeting. Um, so, Where's it going to be? With, I need to look that one up. Because, oh, yeah, it because doesn't I, say on here. Yeah, it doesn't say on on, on okay. here. Sorry, I was I, – I, I, I did not mean to not give you my undivided attention. I was just the wheels are looking at – yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah. Okay. You're, I know what uh, you're worried but, about. You're worried about that 60-minute interview with Doug Peterson. <laughs> and yeah. the 30-minute interview with Jeffrey Lurie and the 20-minute interview with Howie Roseman. Yeah, that's that's the – I mean, trust me, I look forward to that all year. So. Okay, all right. what do we got? The finals of the free agency quackatology. Trey Waynes against Byron Jones. Will the Eagles get their first choice or their backup option? Mm. Would you really pay a cornerback $18 million? Uh, that's a hard question. I just don't. You think have to pay a premium because you missed on they're... guys. Like, is Trey Wayne's a definite upgrade over your Darby Mills combination? No, I think you're right that it's, he's not a definite upgrade. So, well but I also don't think that Byron Jones is uh, guaranteed to be good for two or three years. Like, cornerback performance is not necessarily super sticky. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think they need a solution at at that position. And unless you're going to trade for one, 
Um, they failed drafting one, uh, so you got to sign one, and you got to overpay. I mean, the, the nature of swimming in the top of the free agent market is you're paying a premium price. Um, and so, so there are other teams that are going to be interested, specifically the Giants and the Raiders, I think, are, are two teams that will be going up uh, against there. But uh, I think the Raiders will have other players to go after, in I think Tom Brady among them, um, and uh, you know the, the Giants. It's it's hard to really say there, um, but I'm gonna go with Jones with the Eagles. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think it does go to the point Zach makes all the time. Uh, uh, what's the baseball quote you love, Zach? You yeah, if a lot you're of rational about every if you're rational about every free agent, <laughs> you're third place in every free agent. Yeah, Andrew so Friedman. I mean, I mean, listen, this is a team that should, if they make wise roster decisions, be competing for a Super Bowl for the next two to three years. You have very defined weaknesses at wide receiver and cornerback. You have money to spend in the free agent market. And wide receiver is a terrible place to spend that unless you're able to trade for a really good guy. So where does that leave you? Do you just sit out free agency because you don't think he's worth $18 million? Well, I would crush them for that if they're just going to save that money and not do anything with it. And so there are no guarantees. A lot of free agents don't work. All those different types of things. Having said that, if you're looking at you know the, the piece I wrote, the Bo referenced about where you get into trouble with free agency. Um, you know, Jones is probably, uh, I hate using the word safer, but in terms of is he safer than a lot of the other guys you could get, I, I think he probably would be. Now, if you want to make a roster decision and say, you know what, we don't want to pay a corner that kind of money, pass rushing is more consistent year to year. We're going to make a big play. We're going to trade for a Yannick Ngakwe and pay him. $21 million. Well, now you're giving up a, not only paying him, but you're giving up at least one top pick, maybe two top picks, unless you can get creative or lucky. So, I mean, you kind of have to, like, it's not just Byron Jones in a uh, isolated. It's sort of like, give me the five different options and then I'll choose. I think that's the way we're looking at it. And so I'm not going to say it's a home run. Like I'm not going to give it an A plus or probably even an A if they were to make that move and sign Byron Jones and pay him $18 million but I probably wouldn't give it lower than a C. I think it's a reasonable move to make that, if it works out, uh, can pay dividends. Well, there you have it. An hour well, and what a do half. You th- what do you think about it? You whittle go, down. What do you mean? What are you talking about? What's your take? What would your take be on it? I'm trying to get you out to your meeting, dude. Uh, well, let's hear it. No, nice try. I you agree. want to play I both think... sides of the fence, and then when it happens, you know, you can I, go the, the way, other I way. I meant to call you. I forget. I saw you pulling that exact same maneuver. Never called me. Oh, you yes. Never called me. You did. Uh, you did. You did your uh, Tom Brady signing elsewhere in the bold predictions, but then you did Tom Brady's going back to the Patriots in the other predictions. That's totally reasonable. Bold predictions <laughs> are made in are made in February. Those are bold. <laughs> These yes. are actual. What I actually what I think was going to happen. And okay. if you would have read, if you would have read the bold predictions, you would have said the paragraph in there says the most likely scenario is he goes back to New England. With that, I'm out of these joggers. I'm coming to see you. Uh, <laughs> I want the teacher's name i don't know why it doesn't matter but uh, he's taking his pants off on the podcast it was always bound to happen eventually well Uh, yeah normally they're already off at this point i don't know what that means either bye congratulations to byron jones on winning uh free agent quackatology you just listened to 90 minutes to uh find out that the one player most popularly linked to the eagles is the one we think they're gonna play we pick true there you go uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. For Zach, 
I'm Bo, and for Sheila as well, remember to wash your hands, stay inside, and as always, we love you.